is just what I do. Our subject on tonight is watch what you eat. Your life depends on it. Watch what you eat. Because your life depends on it. When we view this text from a natural point, what you eat can be good. Some things you eat can be bad. So you have to be careful of the things you consume through your mouth because it goes through your bloodstream. We know whatever you eat will enter into your body and work through your system, giving your body the needed nutrients for it to stay healthy and functioning. Eating at everybody's table could cause you some health issues. Not knowing who the cook is and their preparations of the meal. Some people have bad cooking habits, which could give you stomach aches, food poisoning, virus, uh, diarrhea, <laughs> and other complications. Food can look good to the eye, but eating it can be a whole lot different. Let's take it to the spiritual level now. You definitely can't eat from everybody's table because you become what you eat. You digest it just like your natural food. Your spirit eats whatever you allow people to feed it. That's why we must review and keep close to our heart what God has said in his word. Theologian theorists do not override the word of God. Neither do we carry any weight with God. Magicians and wizards acts has no power over the power of God. And you and I must understand that all kinds of food of knowledge is coming your way. But you better know what to eat and what not to eat. You better know who you eating it from because everything that tastes good is not good for your soul. The devil will feed you with some good stuff for your fleshly appetite and convince you it's God's sin. If the message caters to your flesh, think about it before you jump. We are in a time where the soul must be fed the proper diet to survive what's taking over the world. The president said, let's make America great again. But when I read the book of God, the nation of Israel will be the only great nation because it is the nation of God. If America and any other nation is not aligned with Israel, you will go down in history 
of the world as an enemy of God that will be destroyed. Just another reason to watch what you hear. Another reason for you to not allow it to feed your flesh or feed your soul. We must understand that balance is for your soul. And this is where we done got off key because we don't understand that the battle is for your soul. The devil is fighting for your, he don't give a hoop about your flesh because all flesh got to die and go back to the grave. He after your soul, baby. And if you ain't careful, he going to get it. So don't let your flesh cause your soul to die. If what you are hearing sounds too good to be true, it just might be. That's why we take everything to God in prayer. But if your prayer life is shabby, uh-uh. If your faith got leaks all in it, uh-uh. You must still, you may still listen to the wrong voice. Huh? Folks that are always saying they're hearing from God ain't hearing from God. Huh? There are a whole lot of spirits out there. Huh? If you ain't got if you ain't got a good fellowship with the Holy Ghost, you don't know who's speaking to you. And don't you think just because something spoke to you, it's got to be from God because it don't have to be from God. Some of us don't realize that we're in a fight for our life. The fight for your life we are in, the devil wants to take and take you out. And he wants you to take an off day from God Skip over the word of God. When you skip over the word of God, you will be eating what the devil is feeding you. Saints, it's easy to get caught up in his well. So watch what you allow your eyes to see and your mouth to eat. You are tempted like the whole world is tempted. Amen. There's no separate temptation from you than it is for the world. We all are tempted. Huh? Jesus was tempted, but without sin. Let's take a good close look at the temptations of Jesus. Just in case that you think maybe that, uh, 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 you ain't, you ain't no part of this. This don't refer to you. Let's, let's take a close look at Matthew chapter 4. Are we there? Let's read the very first verse. Then was Jesus led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted. Okay. He was spirit-led. 
He was not flesh-led. He was spirit-led. Jesus was led. He was guided by the Holy Ghost into the wilderness, into the desert, to be tested and tried, oh my God, by the devil. You're going to be tested. And you're going to be tried. And it ain't going to all come from God. Come on now. God tests no man with evil. But there's one that do. Come on now. Temptation of God we serve. Is going to come by everybody's door. You will have your wilderness experience. <laughs> and it's designed to make you strong in your walk with God. Sure-footed and not so easily moved by what you hear. Too often we are so easily moved by what we hear. On somebody. And we try to associate everything that we hear with God, and it's not God. Now, look at verse 2. And when he had fasted 40 days, he was afterward. Uh, and guess what? Your first temptation, my first temptation, is going to be your belly. Come on, somebody. The first temptation that, and guess what? He done already knew that Jesus had been fasting for 40 days, which is the weakest point that I can get him at is with some food. Huh, James? I know, and, and, and the thing about it, the devil said, I know who I'm dealing with. Huh? So I just can't come to him any kind of old way. Uh, but see, guess what? You got to get to the point that you're strong enough that the devil know who he's dealing with. That he can't come to you any kind of old way. So stop being a fool and falling for everything you hear. And watch and think. Ask God for some wisdom and some understanding. Mm. Ah, oh boy, you talking about 40 days, just give us two days. Huh? <laughs> the devil have us breaking somebody's dough down. Huh? You talking about a grocery shopping list. You go into some restaurant for to go play. You want I want this, that, that, and that, and that. Get home and eat it all and be sick in the dog. Cause your eyes was bigger than your stomach. Amen. But the thing about it is, in verse three, let's see what Jesus said. It said. And when the tempter came, 
Just like he came to Christ, he's coming to you. So what is he tempting you on to get out of the will of God? So when the tempter came, he said, if thou be the son. So did not he notice, acknowledge that he knew who he was? He knew that he was Jesus. He knew that he was the son of God. But yet still it did not lessen him on tempting him. If he going to tempt the son of God, baby, you better arm yourself because he going to tempt you too. Command that these stones be made bread. Huh? He didn't say make the stone the way of escape because he already knew the man is hungry. If I can just get his mind on food, if I can just get his mind on his belly after he's been fasting for 40 days. Come on, somebody. If I can get him just to do that one thing, I can get him out of what God sent him for. Mm -mm. Wow. But, see what he said. Fourth verse says, and he answered and said, it is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of. We don't mind quoting that scripture long as our belly is full. Uh, Jane, we don't mind quoting that scripture long as we got food in the refrigerator and a deep freezer full of food. But get down to low gravy and ain't nothing holly in the cover boy and you hungry. Man shall not live and be upheld and sustained by bread alone. You hear that? Upheld and sustained by bread alone, but by every word that came forth from the mouth of God. So you know what Jesus was telling? My flesh is hungry. But my spirit is still alive. My flesh is hungry, but the Holy Ghost in me then rose up to the occasion. You got to allow the Holy Ghost to rise up to the occasion when temptation try to overtake you. I can imagine that Jesus in the flesh was at a weak point. Forty days. Jane, you can't tell me he wasn't at a weak point. He wasn't running through the mountains and picking up tulips and singing, huh? How great I am. Come on now. The poor thing wasn't nobody out there but him. He didn't have nobody else to communicate to but with the Holy Ghost and this devil that's trying to get him to, 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 to fall out on God? You know, sometimes when you got somebody with you, Jane, you might be able to talk to them and they can encourage you to go on a little bit further. 
But Jesus didn't have nobody in the wilderness to encourage him but the word of God and the Holy Ghost. And see, in a lot of times, we start depending on the Holy Ghost and start depending on folks. And you eating stuff that you shouldn't be eating. They feed you stuff to satisfy your flesh. God don't feed you stuff to satisfy your soul. Ah, fifth verse says, Then the devil taking him up into and set him up on the pinnacle of the temple. Wait a minute. He didn't take him just anywhere, did he, James? He took him to the holy city. Huh? Good God Almighty. See, you don't understand how crafty the devil really is. He don't do things the way you think he going to do. Come on now. He ain't going to leave out things that you think he, you think he won't come to church, but baby, he went to the holy temple. Come on now. You got to get to the point that you can grab hope and keep your mind. So he took him to the pinnacle of the temple. Am I right? He took him to the holy place. And he took him to the temple and the gable of the temple of the sanctuary. Uh, took him to church, Jane. Ain't that a mess? The devil take the son of God to church. And you think he won't follow you here. The help of the Lord. Six verse says, And he said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hand they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against the stone. And guess what? The devil knows scriptures, folks. And he whispers scriptures in your ear, and you think it's God. He knows just as much word as you do. But he also knows how to twist it. If you want to know what he twisted, he twisted Psalms 91, verses 11 through 12. He'll use the word of God against you. If you ain't careful, now you know why you need to stay in your book. Now you know why you need a good diet of the word of God. So when you count by yourself, so guess what, Jane? He ain't going to wait till he catch you with a bunch of saints. He going to wait till he catch you by yourself. And if you ain't got no word of God to fall back on, baby, if you don't know how to untwist what he's trying to twist, you're going to be in trouble. You're going to eat what he feeds you. Mm. Go on and throw yourself down. 
I challenge you, son of God. Throw yourself down and see if the angel's going to catch you. Huh? Why would I be a fool to commit suicide? Huh? Come on now. Why do y'all challenge God and get out there and commit suicide? Because you think you ain't got to wear no mask when you out there. Come on. Come on. You meeting, you meeting the devil's challenge. That he's trying to take you out and then you're going to help him take you out. Oh, I don't need it. I'm covered by the blood. Yeah, you're covered. You can be covered all the way to the grave too. You think he cares anything about you being covered? He's looking at the foolish part of you. How big a fool he can make out of you. Because when he started making a fool out of you, guess what? God stepped back because then you allowed yourself to be a fool and stepped out of the word of God. Come on, somebody. You know. Rosetta Father. Well, they missed some good stuff, didn't they? So, he told them, jump and let the angels bear you up. Huh? Lest you dash your foot against the stone. Unless you hit the bottom. <laughs> Come on now. Um, don't you be a fool and take that challenge. Huh? Because it, it might be just the day that your angel is not there for you. Huh? Come on now. So don't you allow the devil to tempt you to tempt God. It ain't going to work. Seven verse says, And Jesus said unto him, It is written, Look at this thing. He turned around, and the devil tried to twist the word, and he turned around and used another scripture on it. The devil used one scripture on y'all, He turned around, and he went to the book of Deuteronomy, and he quoted a scripture unto him. And what did he say? Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thou God. And thou shalt serve him and him only. For him to jump off that temple, Jane would have been to serve the devil. Because he would have been doing what the devil told him to do. Not what God told him to do. God never did come and tell him to commit suicide. God never did come to him and tell him to jump off the temple. Jump if you want to. Better thank for you jump. Eight verse says... And the Dan, the devil take him up to an exceeding high mountain and showed him all the kingdom of the world. And the, wait a minute. Oh, he got you there. 
He'd have took you up in the high mountain. He'd have let you look at everything. You'd have seen all the bright lights. Lord, have mercy. And if he allowed you to see Vegas or Los Angeles, all oh, you, you shown up gone. One thing, one thing about us, we like flickering lights. Come on now. But he took him and told him, said, and showed him not piece of it. He showed him, he gave him a view of all the kingdom of the world. Uh, you do know, Lord, have mercy. You do know that the devil can show you things. And y'all keep running out talking about God show the devil show you stuff too. That's why you gotta know God. You gotta know him. You gotta build your personal relationship with him because in these last days, the devil gonna show a lot of folks a lot of things, and you gonna bite on it, and you gonna sink like you like a rock thrown in the ocean. He showed him all the splendor huh? and the magnificence and the preeminence and the excellency of the world, of the kingdom. Glitter, glitter, glitter. Y'all know y'all love glitter. Huh? Lord, hammer. As soon as I said that, my glitter partner came through the door. <laughs> That's my partner, though. <laughs> Come on now. Anything that shine, we go for it. Huh? Whether it's real, is it whether it's real or not? Huh? Cause a bunch of y'all come through here trying to act like you got on real stuff and be just as fake as they want to be. Am I right about it? You go in the store and they shake it in front of you and it start glittering. You said, "I take it, I take it, I take it." Just let me see—is it my size? Uh, come on now. But that mess didn't work with Jesus. You know what Jesus could have told him? Which he didn't, but he could have told him, you showing me all what's already mine. But he went on and played along with the game to give you a lesson on how you ought to handle these things. Come on, y'all. So what did he say? Now, here Jesus is telling them, because he told Jesus that. Now, in order, we skip one, but I, I, I'm, thank, thank, thank you. He said, all these things I would give thee if thou would fall down and worship me. 
The devil wants you to worship him. When you worship things, you worship in him. When you worship the things of the world, you are worshiping him. He got you way about things. And we don't realize it. Things has nothing to do with God. So watch and keep things in their prospective place. Huh? So he wanted him to worship him. Huh? <laughs> Folks going by items. Go buy home. Go buy cars. They went in their pocket and they paid a down payment on it. They had a note to pay once a month. But the devil done fooled them. Them will look what the Lord done bless you with. No, baby, you bless yourself with that. You the one that's paying for it, not God. <laughs> Come on, somebody. I thank God for me having a job to be able to do the things that I need to do. But guess what? If God blessed me with a car, I don't owe nobody for it. Hello, somebody. If God blessed me with a house, I don't owe nobody for it. If it came from God. you with the ability to know how to handle your finances. See, sometimes we need to ask God to give us the wisdom and the knowledge of how to handle our finances. That we can do things for ourselves and dust and dust and dust. Come on, somebody. God, if I want you to bless anything, bless my money. <laughs> Stretch it. Come on, come on, somebody. Amen. The woman that, 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 that fed the prophet. God, God didn't bless the house. He blessed the meal. That her meal barrel never ran out. So you got to know when God is blessing you. Come on now. And when the devil is setting you up. God didn't. Jane, God done blessed me with a car and come 90 days, here they come. Jane, here they come pulling it in. What with the blessings of God? I got tricked somewhere. I was a 90 day wonder. Come on now. I had a cousin, ain't called the name, that went out and got him a vehicle. Got him up. What was that bottle? Navigator. Grab big navigator. Boy, he was black and he was riding high. He rode high every day. Kept it clean and he was leaning. James, I seen him in the country at the funeral. 
I said, boy, where is the navigator? He said, it's gone. I rode 90 good days, though. <laughs> God bless you with a car. You better find out why did they come pick it up. You heard something wrong. Does that make sense? Ninety days. He said, I rode good for ninety days. Said, Boy, you sure done that. Because I saw you riding every day. You put some miles on that baby. Eleven verse said, Never laid at him, and behold, the angel. Do you see that heaven did not intervene to after Jesus had done the will of God? He did not intervene when the devil was doing all this temptation till Jesus put the word of God on him and caused him to leave him alone. Then the angels of God came and ministered unto him. Don't be at, don't be thinking God gonna send the help ahead of time. A lot of you be talking about, Lord, make that devil leave me alone. No. You better be asking God to give you some strength to fight. Come on, somebody. If your Lord had to put up the fight, guess what? You're going to have to put up the fight too. Come on, somebody. You got to make it that the devil was going to leave you alone just like he left Jesus alone. Amen. If you don't know how to fight, he's going to keep bashing you upside the head with one thing after another. Every spirit that talk to you ain't God. Amen. Ask Eve. Amen. She didn't talk to a snake. She talked to a spirit. Yeah. And she listened to that spirit over the spirit of God. Yeah. You got to know the voice of God. Or you going to fool around and be eating a whole lot of junk that God did not feed you. Thing that sound good and good. It ain't good. Come on, somebody. You better know the voice of God. Go to Deuteronomy chapter 6. I spent more time on that than I did when I wanted to. But it's time for us to know the voice of God. Because guess what? It's a time coming now that it's going to be a whole lot of spirits doing a whole lot of talking. And it's going to be a whole lot of people paying a whole lot of attention to them. 
ain't going to be saying that it is the voice of God. The Bible tells us that many spirits have gone out into the world. You got to try them by the spirit. And if the Holy Ghost is not active in you, how is you trying? Didn't take a home row? Okay. Deuteronomy 6 verse 12 says, Then be well, lest thou forget, uh-oh, which brought thee forth out of the land of... A ain't it amazing that sometimes when we get out of the stress, when we get out off a of Nemo Boulevard, how soon we forget the Lord? Huh? We start focusing on ourselves and what we got and what we do and what we can do. Forgetting the God that brought you over. 13 verse says, Thou shalt fear the Lord thy God and serve him and shall swear by his name. Ye shall not go after other gods for the gods of people. Wait a minute. Now you see why you can't get tangled up with folks all the time? They will have you chasing after other gods? You will be the forgot about the God that brought you out? And you will start serving the gods of the people? Wow. Bad when folks pull you out of the house of the living God. You're supposed to be pulling them in, but they pull you out. Come on, somebody. Fifteen verse says, For the Lord thy God is jealous, lest ye anger of the Lord thy God be kindled against thee and destroy thee you mean to tell me you can make God mad enough? Keep playing the game. Keep playing the game and making mad. Huh? See, we think because it's the Old Testament, but guess what? The God of the Old Testament is the God of the New. Amen? 16 verse says, Ye shall not tempt the Lord... As now, 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 that's the very scripture that the Jesus shot back at the devil when the devil tried to get him huh, to worship him. Come on now. Now you see why you need some word in you. Your, your weapon is the word of God. If you ain't got no word of God in you, you ain't got no fight. You'll be, you be beating the air. And the devil sitting back laughing. You fighting blindfolded. 
don't know what you're swinging at. Devil attack you, you ain't got no word, and you be saying, So let me see, let me see. Hold up, let me, let me, let me, let me find it. Devil said, What? Let you find it. You got to have it in you. Amen. 17 verse says, He shall diligently keep the commandments of the Lord your God and his testimonies and his statutes which he hath commanded thee, and thou shalt do that which is right and good in the sight of the Lord, that it may be. Oh, and that thou may go in. Which the Lord swore unto thou. Oh, so if you're going to be an inheritance, you got to do what God tells you to do. Stop listening to everything that come in your ear and you hold on to it like it's true. Go ahead and stay on that Facebook ministry if you want. Come on, somebody. Tell you like it is. Just what dropped in my spirit then. Don't stay on that Facebook ministry if you want. Better stay in the word of God. Come on, somebody. I get on there and I see preaching. I flip right on through it because I get my preaching at Mercy Ministry. I don't eat at everybody's table. Come on, somebody. I can't stomach it. Amen. I can't get no more off than that than what I get at Mercy Ministry. You ain't that hungry. Because if you were that hungry, you'd pick your book up. Come on, somebody. Truth in the house. You better know it. If they don't know it, they better ask somebody. Come on now. And we ain't got to get on Facebook and wag it either. We, we don't go to Facebook. We go worldwide. Come on, somebody. We don't go Facebook. We go global. Hello, somebody. Put it where it needs to be at. That don't cost you nothing. Chapter, Deuteronomy chapter 8. Are you there? Verses 1 through 6. Let's read, please. All the commandments which I command thee this day shall you observe to do, that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land which the Lord swore unto Wait a minute. You tell me that your multiplication factor come from you obeying God? If you're not obeying God and you multiplying, you better find out who's multiplying you, who's feeding you, who is causing you to increase, because all increase don't come from God. Come on, somebody. If it did, the devil wouldn't have tried to tempt Jesus with an increase. Give you all the kingdoms of the world. All of this stuff you can have. 
All you got to do is fall down and worship me. It's a whole lot of bling blings out there. It's a whole lot of big ballers out there. It's a whole lot of them with big stashes out there. But guess what? The end results when payday comes, it will not keep them out of hell. Go on, sell out. Because they sold out. Amen. You wonder why I can't have what they got. Are you starving? Are you meeting your bills? And Moses, and you're riding every day. You got a job or you got some kind of income coming in. God said, be content with what you have. Come on now. Glitter will fool you. Verse 2 says, And thou shalt remember all the ways which the Lord God led thee. Forty years in the wilderness to humble thee, huh? And prove thee to know what was in thine heart, whether thou would keep his commandments or not. God tests you to see what's in your heart. Forty years in the wilderness with one pass, tennis shoes or sandals, huh? Lord, have mercy. Boy, I can see some of y'all want to change the shoes, change. You can't carry food in your backpack because you got too many shoes in there. And God said you need one pound, one pound. God would be messed up if he told y'all you needed one pair of shoes. The man, I'm afraid you have to put her out. Because <laughs> you will have to tell her we're going to do what God said do. <laughs> he said to see what is in your heart. God going to test your heart, people. That the days are coming where your heart has got to be tested whether it's real or not for God. Amen. Hmm. I might ought to say testing time is here. Third verse says, And he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger and fed thee with manna, which thou knew not, neither did thy fathers know, that he might make thee know that man do not live by bread only, but by every word. Look at Jesus. You mean to tell me Jesus went all the way back to the book of Deuteronomy and shot a word to the devil that he couldn't stand up against? Come on now. He had to get it from somewhere. He knew that the father had spoken.
saying? Do the, do the, do, let me see. De wait a minute, Del. Do the, what verse was that? <laughs> Come on now. But he suffered them to be hungry. Did not Jesus hunger after 40 days? Ah, uh, but the bottom line is the angels came and ministered to him. They hungered, and then God delivered. God delivered them manna from heaven. Come on now. Stop worrying about them things that you can't change. Start giving God his glory in spite of. And watch God move for you. Do you know your God? Next verse. They Raymond wax not old upon me, neither the for what forty years? Oh Lord, have mercy, Robert. They had to wear that dress for forty years and couldn't change the color of it. <laughs> Couldn't style it in some kind of way where it looked different. They'd have been saying, oh no, I ain't going out of the pit like this. <laughs> huh? Lamont, uh-uh. Come on now. They wasn't worried about whether it smelled good or not. They wasn't worried about the fact that they washed it. They no, ain't going out like this. <laughs> See? I know that to be a fact. Because I got a wife, she ain't going out any kind of way. I don't care what you say. If it's around the block, she's going to be dressed to kill to go around the block. Her daughters will verify that. Come on now. Thank God that this ain't Deuteronomy. Cause we be in trouble, Jane. Forty years. Shoot. We've been married over forty years, and she ain't missed a beat yet on dressing. So don't think. It's <laughs> so we ain't going back to no wilderness. Come on now. Fifth verse says, Thou shalt also consider in thine heart that as a man chases his son, so that the Lord, if God is on your case, you must be out of line. And he don't get on your case unless you need to be straightened out. And he don't get on your case if he don't love you. As a father chasing his son, God said, if you mind, I'm going to chase you. Now, that's when you need some tennis on. You don't need your sandals on then. You need, you need your track shoes on. So God's going to be on your case. Come on now. 
Therefore, verse 6, Therefore shall keep the commandments of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways and to fear him. Walk in God's ways, not your ways. Stop trying to mingle your ways with God's ways. They don't mix. Somebody told me they like oil and water. They stay separate. Your ways stay separate from God's ways. So you have to get to the point that you prepared and ready to drop your ways in order to inherit God's ways. See, because to inherit God's ways is to be able to hear God when he speaks. If you don't inherit God's ways, you don't know who speaks to you. Come on, somebody. What's the next one? I think we finished. Verses 1 says, If there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams and give thee a sign of... Hold it right there. Y'all stuck on seeing something. You got to see it with your eyes before you believe it. Sometimes God just sends you words. And you have to rely on the word that God sent you. You know why? Because we're coming into an era that it's going to be a whole lot of stuff seen. And you're going to call it God. And it ain't going to be God. So that's why you have to rely on what the word of God says. Because your eyes will deceive you. And if your eyes deceive you, you allow it to get in your heart. And your heart will deceive you. And if the deception of your heart deceive you, your soul is going to be in trouble. This thing trickles down. It starts from your outside, but it gets down on the inside of you and causes you spiritual trouble. Read the book. And the signs of the wonders come to pass, whereof he speak unto thee, saying, Let us go after other gods, which thou have not known, and let us serve. Guess what? There's going to be some stuff that they're going to call a shot, and it's going to happen, and they're going to tell you that it happened by some other god, and going to cause you to go after that god because you saw signs and wonders that was performed. Do you not know the devil know how to perform signs and wonders? And he's going to cause you to leave the living God and go wandering after another God because somebody showed you something 
because somebody told you something and you were, and you ate it up, you were gullible enough to swallow it, and it went down in your spirit, and you took it as it was true. As signs of wonder foretelling things that come to pass. Do you not know the things that the devil was telling Jesus during his time of temptation? Do you not understand that the devil was ready to perform them? The devil was ready to give him all of that. He was prepared to give him the world substance. He can't give him the world, but he can give him the things that are in the world. Watch how you fall for things. Amen. They don't all come from God. Just to get you out on the limb. And if he gets you far enough out on the limb, he's going to snap it. And your recovery time might be bad. If you recover. Amen. He said, they're going to have you going after God's that you have not known and let us serve them. Wow. Folks, the dropped out of holiness running after other gods. Folks, the dropped out of the truth. Come on now. They done dropped out of truth running after motivation. Motor on. Is a, is a preacher I always run into. I may have talked to him, but I hear him talking to other folks. I know who he is. Me and Bobby, we went to a class under him doing when we were doing our uh, foster care. He was a motivation speaker. She probably knows who I'm talking about. I can't remember his name. But every time I see him in, in, in the men's store, boy, he'd be piling up on them suits because, you know, he got. He speak, he go everywhere speaking. And every time he's passing out his car to folks in the store, I'm a motivation speaker. I'm a motivation speaker. Stop by me. I know you. I said, yeah, you know me. Mm -hmm. You sure do. <laughs> I know I done seen you somewhere. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I done seen you quite a bit. I know where it was. It was in Walmart. I said, no, it was in more than Walmart. <laughs> But anyway, you better be motivated by the word of God. You better be motivated to do the will of God. Stop looking for false hopes. Come on now. Stop looking for a pipe dream and a pie in the sky. Come on now. This ain't no time, folks. This is the time to try to live. Yeah. 
Come on now. 